Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's November 30th, 2022. And uh, today is another lesson that might be best if you got a chance to watch it. So definitely check out our YouTube channel or our Facebook page for the video. Uh, but we're going to talk about sight reading today. So without further ado, let's dive in. I hope you get a lot out of it. Uh, welcome, everybody. Um, welcome back. We took a week off last week for Thanksgiving. And now I thought I would share another bagpiping mini lesson here with you. Um, and we're going to try, uh, I'm going to try pointing uh, one of these cameras at my screen to see how that goes. But anyway, today's topic is going to be um, bagpipe sight reading. Okay. Now, if someone came up to you and said the following, Andrew, I just can't juggle five balls in the air, no matter how hard I practice right? That's what they came up to you. And then that's what they said. Uh, what would you think about that? And I, if you've ever seen me try to juggle, it's pretty embarrassing. My brother's pretty decent at it. I'm pretty bad at it, but, uh, I'm not a juggler, but I would think to myself, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense that you can't juggle five balls at a time because five balls is a lot, <laughs> right? Um, uh, just blatantly obvious delivery of that was purposeful. However, okay, now that would seem silly that someone who had never practiced, right? It would seem obvious and it would seem silly to think that they could juggle five balls at a time, right? However, pipers all over the world regularly say, just give me the audio of the music because I just can't sight read or I just can't sight read fast enough and that's why I don't learn more tunes, right? So they'll regularly say, I can't sight read bagpipe music no matter how hard I try, right? And then to which I'm going to say, the same thing I said when someone came up to me and talked about how they can't juggle five balls at a time. I'm going to say, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. So how do we learn how to sight read in uh, the realm of bagpiping? Okay. And it's going to be, let's just fo follow through with this analogy here. Uh, it's going to be the same way that we would learn to juggle. All right. When you learn to juggle, you start with one ball at a time and you get good at it. Maybe I'm just speculating here, but you probably try to get good at throwing the ball up and down and catching it with your hands using just your peripheral vision, something like that. I'm just speculating here. All right, so now how do we learn to sight read? Well, we're going to learn the same basic way. We're going to start with ball number one. All right, now ball number one, okay, we have this tune here in front of us. Ball number one is going to be starting with the rhythm of the tune, okay? So I've actually uh, prepared ahead of time here. Uh, the rhythm line of the tune. I'm going to add it into our screen. Hopefully you can see that. Underneath the tune, I've written out the basic rhythm of the tune underneath, just all on the same line. No grace notes, no embellishments, just the basic rhythm of the tune here. Now, if you can't sight read the rhythm, all right, and just keep in mind, you can't sight read it yet. You're going to be able to when you practice it. So this isn't a reflection on you or where you are. This is just uh, me working through some logic, okay? If you can't sight read the rhythm yet, it doesn't make a lot of sense that you should worry about a whole lot else, right? So if we can't sight read the rhythm, then it doesn't really make sense to try to add in all the notes yet or add in the grace notes or even the embellishments, okay? So we're gonna take a tune that we're trying to learn and we're gonna turn it into rhythm only like we've seen here. Now, anyone can do this. It's very, very simple. All right, and then we're going to clap the rhythm. Now, ideally, 
in my opinion, a metronome is something that you should use, but a, you know, a lot of pipers aren't ready to commit to that yet, which is fine. So can we clap the rhythm? Here's how I would do this, okay? And you can clap it any way that you want, but the main idea is that we're able to get these rhythms so that they feel natural and comfortable uh, for us to play, and preferably they're natural and comfortable for us to clap as well, okay? So it might sound something like this. You'll notice I got rid of the pickup notes, okay? Pickup notes are cool. We'll come back to them later, but for right now, sometimes that can sort of confuse the process, okay? Uh, and you can spend more time wondering how the pickup notes are supposed to go than you actually spend working on the rhythm of the bulk of the tune. So I start by taking out the pickup notes. I'm just going to start right on that note. It's going to go something like this. Ready and a go, e and a one, e and a two, e and a one, e and a two. Now that doesn't really kind of make sense because we're in a two-four march here. And a one, e and a two. Maybe I was going a little too fast. It's another reason a metronome might help us here. I'm just going to slow it down a smidge. Here I go. One, e and a two, e and a one, e and a two, e and a one, e and a two, e and a one, e and a two. I'm not worried about expression or anything yet. Just clapping the basic rhythms. E and a one, e and a two, e and a one. And a two. Now, if you are already a rhythm aficionado or a bagpipe teacher or something, maybe you teach rhythm in a different way, and the exact way that you teach rhythm is not important to me. Okay, you can teach it any way you want. Anything that works is good. The idea here is that the rhythm is not difficult for you to do, and you can sight read that fairly easily, and you can get into the rhythm of that fairly easily. That is juggling ball number one when it comes to sight reading. So instead of sitting down in front of a new tune and trying to uh, juggle all five balls, how about the next tune you learn, start with the rhythm first. Okay, now juggling ball number two, the question is can we play the big notes, okay? And by this I mean can we play just the basic melody without embellishments or fancy grace note combinations? Okay, so can you play a simplified version of the score? If you can't sight read the big notes, it doesn't make much sense that you could somehow magically sight read all the big notes and the rhythms with the embellishments in addition to all of that, does it? It doesn't make sense. Okay, so what we want to do is we have, uh, we want to put together a super simple version of the score and make sure that we feel comfortable sight reading that. Now, there are some details here that are worth exploring, like, uh, because it doesn't really, we're not going to be able to play this with zero grace notes. So we have to add some in. What you find in this score is that G grace notes uh, are going to mark out all the downbeats and offbeats. Okay, but other than that, there's nothing else in this. Okay, and we want to make sure that we can do this simplified setting really well also. So here is my screen. You'll see I've added in above the rhythm line, I've added in the simplified line here. And you'll see the, the G grace notes, as I was mentioning, are just on the beats and um, off beats in this case. And it's going to sound something like this. And again, a metronome is going to help keep us under control, uh, not rushing ahead. But we want to make sure we could sight read something along these lines before we do too much else. Okay? So here's what that might sound like. Ready and uh, go, E and. By the way, it's really important that I mention again, I'm not worried about expression yet, right? I'm not worried about the finer points. I'm not worried about the call and answer response. I'm worried about doing the basic rhythms and the basic notes well. That's it. 
and I'm worried about sight reading my way through it in this particular application. Here we go. And uh, go. And... Something like that, right? Simplified score. If you want to simplify it slightly differently, that's totally not the point, right? You can simplify it any way you would like to. But then what we come up with, we can work on sight reading that. By the way, another great sight reading tip or a way to reduce the number of juggling balls is don't ask yourself to play quite as much. What if you just sight read two bars, get that really good uh, before moving on? That's obviously also a good idea. Now, as we continue our sight reading journey here, What's the next juggling ball? Here's what it's not, okay? We are not now going to skip ahead to the fully embellished score. Not gonna do that, okay? That's a lot of different embellishments, okay? And I know a lot of advanced players who don't necessarily play all these embellishments well by default, <laughs> okay? So, uh, and maybe possibly myself included, okay? So what we wanna do is we want to add one ball at a time, not several. So for example, in the case of this tune, that might mean, what if we just take all the D throws now, okay? And what if we add the D throws in, okay? We're gonna add the D throws into the simplified setting, uh, and that's just uh, one possibility. You can choose whatever you want, okay? But now I'm gonna add my D throws in. Uh, I hope I didn't make any copy and pasting errors there. We will soon find out. Okay, but uh, hopefully you can sort of see on the screen here now that I've added in some uh, D throws to the score. So after thinking about the D throw and how I'm going to play it really well, okay, now I'm gonna sight read with just the D throws in, everything else stays the same as before. Might sound like, I'll do a little bit of it. Right? I accidentally added in a high A doubling there. Whoops, but uh, there you go. Done, not perfect, that's the message here. Okay, uh, and then from there, what might I do next? I don't know, I would pick the next most important hanging fruit here, like maybe the Terralueth there in the third bar, or something like that, so on and so forth, okay? Anyway, I'm dragging on here already. Let's conclude this basic idea. If you wanna learn to juggle five balls at a time, you have to be willing to start with one ball and. As you become fluent with one ball, then we'll gradually introduce more, okay? And the same is gonna be true for sight reading. Get good at ball number one. And I explained how rhythm, in this case, is ball number one. Can we do the basic rhythm of the tune? If you can't, okay, well, let's get good at that before we start to ask ourselves to be amazing sight readers. Then we're gonna add in ball number two from there, okay, which is the basic, you know, big notes, so to speak. Okay, and then ball three might be one embellishment type, okay? And then before you know it, okay, over time, as you get better and better at these, and as you do more and more of it, over time, you will get to the point where you can just pick up a tune like this and start on the top line, okay? But you're only gonna get there through building up those essential skills, okay? And the more mindful you can be about that, I think the sooner you'll get to the goal. I think that's true. 
Okay. And it's all about exposure and trying it, but not just doing a lot of it, but doing a lot of it in a common sense way. Okay. That is my quick tour of how I choose to think about sight reading. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, if you have different ways or tips and tricks that you can provide, we would love if you commented on this video and gave us some feedback. That would be super cool. But, uh, in the meantime, thanks again for checking out this, these little mini lesson series that we do here at the dojo, and we will see you guys next week for another one. Hey everybody, Andrew Douglas here from the Piper's Dojo, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us. If you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening. <laughs>